The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find. We were four years Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Jordan Cooney. Hello, SEOs. My name is Jordan Cooney from Previsible. And this week, we're going to be discussing SEO strategies and techniques to optimize marketplaces. Joining me is Amy Hirecheck, who is the Senior Manager of SEO Product and Strategy at Reverb, which is one of the largest online marketplaces dedicated to buying and selling new, used, and vintage musical instruments. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Yesterday, Amy and I talked about Marketplace SEO, and today we're going to continue our conversation by discussing technical SEO tricks for marketplaces. Okay, here's my conversation with Amy Hirecheck, the Senior Manager of SEO Product and Strategy at Reverb. Amy, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks. Good to be here. Great. Glad to have you. Yesterday, we kind of really unpacked what is it like to be an SEO in a marketplace, the complexities. Uh, the challenges that that presents, and kind of the overall nature of how you you approach SEO when you're dealing in in a two-sided marketplace and you have a lot of these restrictions, but also the opportunities to clarify things for for Google and users who are coming from organic search. Today, we're going to dive into some technical tricks or elements that, that you've used or have applied. I'd love to just start off by sharing with our listeners 
how you've learned SEO. How did you get to this point in your career of understanding and knowing principles and practices and tricks for, for SEO? Sure. Yeah, I've, I spend a ton of time reading. Honestly, I mean, there's so much content to consume, both Google documentation as well as you know individuals like Glenn Gabe. I mostly sought out folks that, um, again, worked on sites or maybe had some of the problems I had encountered just to kind of get, you know, a sense of how did others solve problems? How did they tackle it? Because with, with marketplace SEO, you're going to inevitably, you're going to encounter hard problems and you have to figure out how you're going to solve them, or at least take information you might find elsewhere and apply it to the problem at hand. So I wouldn't say I've even always been able to find, um, you know, tips or advice that exactly line up to the things I was seeing, but close enough that you can kind of trial and error or bring things back to maybe the dev team uh, and they can help take it from there. You know, one of the big um, wins that comes to mind over my career was a time where, you know, for months we had kind of seen the slow decline in traffic on a certain page type and really, you know, nothing obvious was standing out, certainly not to me. You know, I felt like I had checked all the obvious spots and to kind of cut to the end and I can work backwards, but it turns out... um, you use a robots text file to kind of manage crawling on sites, especially, you know, marketplace sites that are going to have millions and millions of pages. There was a hidden robots text file that we didn't know existed that was inadvertently blocking um, access to GraphQL, which is how we were serving up content, you know, that would be client side rendered. And so because it was blocked, any content on site that wasn't accessible from server side rendering was essentially invisible to search engines. And uh, as you can imagine, if there's, you know, content kind of coming and going and visibility to search engines, and maybe that's gradual over time, that's what led to kind of this mysterious decline in traffic. Because the state of the site had varying levels of rendering, there wasn't necessarily, you know, a consistency to it, which made it, you know, even harder to kind of figure out what was the root of the problem. So long story short, I mean, it was a very valuable lesson in uh, leaning into tools where you're really seeing what Google and search engines are seeing because to us as just outside users navigating the site, it was something we were never going to find. It's crucial to, to make sure that you're understanding, you know, what, how our sites are, how are search engines actually navigating your site? Are there pockets of content not being seen? Is there any, you know, fluctuation in that visibility? Because all of that will play into over time, you know, Google's ability to want to rank you and, and want to drive traffic there if, it, if they think there's something substantially missing, which in our case, some pages were almost completely invisible. And so that was, yeah, I mean, that was definitely one of the trickier ones. And it's probably maybe it's more on the rare side. But it just, you know, again, it goes to show there's, there's always going to be something to uncover. Um, sometimes it's the obvious things and sometimes it's things that are pretty hidden. Right. No, I love it because I, I always use the analogy that SEO and, and solving SEO problems is like solving a Rubik's Cube. It's a three-dimensional problem. You have users on one side, you have your website on the other side, and you have Google on the third side. And the interesting thing is there's some people in this world who can solve it in six seconds, right? And there's other people in this world who never solve a Rubik's Cube. So <laughs> yeah, it is. just depends on the complexity of the problem and the challenge, right? Yeah. So uh, obviously, we've we've spent yesterday and today talking a little bit about Reverb, but you've got some amazing work experience at other brands managing SEO. Um, give us some insights in terms of the challenges and problems that you were able to solve for those other brands. Sure. 
Yeah, um, my early experience in SEO and marketplace SEO was, was Vivid Seats, um, the secondary ticket marketplace. And so that was a fun site because you do have that mix of new artists, venue names changing, different sports teams, you know, you name it. So, you know, what I enjoyed working out there was that there was kind of that established hierarchy of the types of tickets, your concerts, your sports, your theater, then from there, all the individual events. Then, of course, again, you have the the different listings that are kind of fill everything else in. So you do have to maintain some site structure uh, to make sure that it all that all the internal linking is always in check. Even if you don't know what you what inventory you're going to have on a daily basis, you don't know what content you're going to be producing. You know, you kind of don't know is someone going to announce a tour. So to stay ahead of it, you keep that um, the overall site structure in check uh, so that it's just a simple filling in as as things kind of come in. And similarly, I also worked at Spot Hero, um, which is parking. And it's a similar layout of like, you've got your monthly parking, airports, events, commuter. And so I think across like any marketplace, you do kind of establish what are your themes and your your kind of your constants. So at Spot Hero, a lot of the site kind of dove into the specifics of the specific airports, the spots around there, similar with events, theaters. A lot of it was just a whole, like a map, proximity base. But within that, you want to have targeted pages that help us capture both, you know, the high level, you know, Chicago parking, and then the more specific long tail of something within the tourist attractions within Chicago, again, in the different airports, venues, it kind of falls back into place of the different categories you've established. And that helps kind of keep things organized when you're able to lean back into the different, you know, maybe subfolders or navigation, however, however it's laid out across the site keeps it all organized. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. No, that makes a ton of sense. And I mean, I think it's really insightful that like one of the core components of making these marketplaces that you've worked at successful is, is how you build out the taxonomy, navigation, organization of content and information so that both users and Google can find the right pages and the right relationship to a consumer who's looking to solve a problem or, or, or meet a need. One of the interesting things, because you've had this experience, this opportunity to work with all these marketplaces and, and see how SEO evolved within these marketplaces, what are some of the simple things that you'd share with our listeners in terms of skills that they should acquire 
to do their jobs really well? I would say a relentless uh, desire to learn, first of all. Um, and I think, I mean, again, I turn to, I would call it sometimes like the strangers of the internet on more than one occasion to to kind of help almost be that team if I don't, you know, if I don't have anyone internally to work with. I would say, I, I don't know what Twitter has become now um, or X or whatever it's called, but <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, for years, you know, kind of figured out who to follow, like, you know, sometimes the internal Google reps, but sometimes just other consultants and people that were willing to just freely knowledge share or post, you know, different tweets, things they were seeing. So I think like, when I think back to like, how did I get into this and how have I have been able to stay in it and be successful? It's just always that eagerness to learn and figure it out. But besides that, again, I think you kind of have to really want to help solve the needs. And like, I think I've benefited from working at companies where I really believe in the products and really want to help people find what we have to sell, whether it's tickets or parking or musical instruments. And just some of that passion can help, again, keep you going or help help kind of put you in the shoes of the users you're ultimately trying to capture via organic search. And so I kind of, more than one occasion that I turned to that as well as, okay, if I'm, you know, so-and-so looking for this, you know, what is, how might I search for that? What is the kind of content I expect to see? Like really just kind of taking myself out of it and thinking about what are all of the ways that I can satisfy the expectations of whatever somebody is looking for. And even, you know, as a consumer, you know, I'm buying things online too. And so I, I also am kind of always looking at how are other sites structuring their content? What are other sites doing? I get a lot of inspiration from from browsing around, not even just marketplaces, but just, you know, any online store to get ideas for how, you know, what are they choosing to promote? What is their internal linking structure look like? Sometimes it can be hard to turn off. I would caution that if you if you enjoy online shopping and you're an SEO, it could be hard to turn off that part of your brain and not notice title tags and, you know, anchor text and navigation. But I, again, I think it's fun to kind of almost be on the inside of, you know, how does the internet work to some extent? Like I'll sometimes, you know, if someone's got their phone out, I'll look over their shoulder and I'm just curious, like, how do people even look at search results? Do people skip ads? You know, how do they decide what to click on? I think I've started, I just kind of really enjoy all aspects of, of what the role can be. And, um, and yeah, again, never stop learning. No, I love that. I, I love that level of curiosity, that desire to kind of learn how the internet works, how websites work. I always, I always tell people who are like, oh, how do you get into the SEO space? And I always say, build a website, you know, like, because if you build a website, you can then start to learn how to like get people to visit your website. And so like, there's these foundational skill sets and these capabilities that unlock your ability to then do it at scale, right? Because that, that's what happens when you're working in these marketplaces. You're now dealing with problems that are 10,000 times larger in scale and, and more complex that you can learn when playing around with that WordPress website or developing that for a Shopify site. Um, and, you know, to add to that, I've talked a lot about a technical, but I actually, I have a journalism background and I actually started as, as more of a content manager and just kind of realized early on that magic of writing something in a certain way and figuring out, you know, what people are looking for and tailoring content towards that was really fun. And I think it was that was actually my foot in the door was more on the content side and, and content creation. Uh, but then again, you realize quickly, you know, if you write great content, and no one can find it, because you're missing that technical piece, then you know, you really need both. And so um, yeah, even though now I've been working mostly with with technical SEO for the last few years, you still need it all. And so even you know, you can really come from any background and, and get into SEO, like you said, you just need that the curiosity. And I think the drive to to not shy away from hard problems. No doubt. 
That's a great way for us to wrap up this episode of the Voices Search podcast. Thank you to Amy Hirecheck, Senior Manager of SEO, Product Strategy at Reverb for joining us. If you'd like to get in touch with Amy, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes or visit her company website, Reverb.com. Okay. Thanks to Jordan Cooney, the founder of Previsible. If you'd like to get in touch with Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is JT Cooney. That's J-T-K-O-E-N-E. Or you can visit his company's website, which is previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com awt. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com, where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter, and you can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet, and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit that subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. Music.